This episode was recorded during the virtual workshop, Together We Are Stronger, led by the Equality Fund as part of a three-part training series on effective engagement and parliamentary processes, jointly offered by Parlamerica's, the UN Women Multi-Country Office for the Caribbean and the Equality Fund. In this dialogue between Andrea Kalmet of Equality Fund and Sharda Ganga, director of the Surinamese organization Projecta, on the importance of collaboration and effective coalition building for gender equality advocacy. Ms. Ganga highlighted convening power, alliance building, and joint advocacy as part of Projecta's core strategy for social change. To build coalitions, Ms. Ganga emphasizes the value and importance of taking the lead in reaching out to all partners, including parliamentarians, and focusing on commonalities amongst potential allies. One of Projecta's core strengths is your convening power, calling others for collaboration and alliance building for joint advocacy as a core strategy for social change. Can you tell us about the importance of collaboration and building coalitions as it relates to the work with parliamentarians? Yes, uh, thank you, Andrea. Um, good morning to everybody. Well. I think it, it doesn't matter in what space you're operating or, or uh, who you're, who the people are on the other side of the table. There's always uh, um, operating as a coalition is, of course, always a sign of strength because uh, there's, however you uh, look at it, there's strength in numbers. It's one, one organization or one voice uh, versus uh, bringing together a lot of voices, a richness of points, uh, points of view, instead of just your focus, different points of view, different expertise, and, uh, and of course, very important, a difference of, of uh, the representation of many different types of constituents. So working with parliament is like working with any other duty bearer, if we as a civil society go to that table as a coalition, it's much more powerful in that sense. Thanks, Charla. So, yes, I completely get the idea, right, of one voice versus multiple voices. Of course, multiple voices will always be more powerful. And in terms of building coalitions, how do you have any tips, any advice on how to actually do this effectively? It's always very... Uh, very simple. Well, through the years, of course, it it, it uh, um, of course it's something that you learn how to do. And uh, if you start out, I think as a as an as an organization, um, it's a bit more difficult to 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 convene uh, than when you're an organization that has been working there for this year thirty years. So, um, but. The way we go about it, it's like any other relationship that you try to build. It's uh, you start by reaching out. You start by reaching out. You start by taking the initiative. And uh, what we've seen is that people are very happy if somebody takes the initiative because we're all overwhelmed. We all have so many things to do. And I know in the second part of today, we'll talk a bit about funding, but that's one of the main issues, of course. The type of work that we do with parliamentarians, with parliament, that has to do with legislation, etc. 
um, these are not things that you plan long time, uh, long before, right? So you have to reach out. People are very, very happy if somebody takes the lead. You have to build to invest in your in your capacity to bring people together. You have to demonstrate that you're a trusted partner, I think, to other uh, organizations as well. Uh, and with trusted partner, I mean is no backstabbing, uh, don't promise things you can't deliver, share opportunities, share the share the spotlight, be generous, say, I could do it, but you know there's this other organization that's actually better positioned to do this, to talk to you about, etc. So um, another thing I, I think is very important is that sometimes we focus on, uh, we try to find uh, uh, matches with organizations that are really, truly in every aspect, uh, uh, the types of organization that mirror ourselves. Whereas to build a coalition, the only thing you need is one point in common. That one thing that you can share, that you have amongst yourself, uh, uh, there's one common point that you need to build a relationship. Don't focus on what, what keeps you apart, focus on commonalities. Uh, another tip is, is uh, that we've been using is look for partners in unusual places. When it comes to women's issues, it's not only women's organizations that will be your ally or can be your ally. We're working a lot with LGBTI organizations. Uh, we keep we tell them, and 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 I think at this point they they uh, accept it. Are the ones that we work with is that women's organizations and LGBT organizations are are actually natural colleagues, are natural partners. The 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 history that we have, the obstacles that we face, take it from the playbook from uh, women's organizations. But look also in spaces like uh, organizations that focus on education, on health, uh, environment. Is there some place where you can work with them together on women's issues? Uh, um, environmental organizations that do a lot of work in communities have to do, deal with women. They have an enormous impact on the lives of women in those communities, bring them on board. So um, another thing I, I think is very important is that you have to show your partners that you're taking the lead, that you're willing to bear the grunt of the work, that you're willing to invest. So show that you, who is convening, that you are investing in the process. Uh, for example, by preparing a first draft of legislation, or preparing a first draft of uh, uh, of a discussion paper or whatever, and um, make sure to explain to them that this is not set in stone. This is just to jumpstart the discussion. It's your voices that will make this work. It's we're just here to serve, so to speak. And um, another thing is you have to coordinate and that takes a lot of effort that takes a lot of time all the organizing and all the apps and all the meals saying are you on board have you seen the latest of uh, a uh, latest meal we send 
when can you talk to us? Uh, what do you need in order to engage? How can we help you? How can we support your organization in engaging in this process? So um, maybe this time you don't have a lot of time to engage in this process, but uh, are you willing to engage at this level? So we can still say that you're on board and we can bring you on board when it's more convenient for you. So things like that, it's, um, um, yeah. Uh, I think in short, that's uh, uh, that's more or less how you do that. Thanks for sharing so many valuable tips and, and your experiences in men's when it comes to these things. So thank you so much for sharing. It's really important that you mention, you know, how everything is interlinked, right? How this work is truly intersectional. So everyone is involved. It's not just one type of organization's work is it's everyone's work and everyone has a role to play in it and so thank you so much for sharing and you're you're also mentioning that this takes a lot of time and effort so coalitions take time take effort take a lot of things so how do you make sure that you're building long-lasting relationships that these coalitions are not only built for just one thing that these coalitions are more of a, of a living thing so how do you make that happen um you, you know uh, uh, andrea last week we had a discussion on on something totally different uh which was oil and gas because you know we have this uh, whole in the guyana there's this whole oil and gas uh, thing and um proyecta is the uh, in uh, um is the founding member or, or, or founded a couple of years ago uh, something that's called the Citizens Initiative for Participation and Good Governance, which is an umbrella organization for civil society. Um, and a lot of civil society organizations participate in, in there, not just women's organization, but environmental organization, educational uh, CSOs, etc., uh, uh, etc. Et Through the years, what we've seen, and, and which is really a joy for us, uh, is that even when we uh, uh, when we want to come out with a public statement on, for example, um, an environmental issue or a women's rights issue, the environmental organizations will will give their two cents when it comes to a women's rights issue, right? And and so we see them interacting even if we don't we're not there. But at that uh, last week. Uh, during this public discussion, uh, somebody from a, a colleague organization, a women's rights organization, uh, there was a question uh, in from the audience. I was moderating, and there was a question about uh, 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 how do you engage with uh, uh, institutions that lack checks and balances or whatever. And this colleague of ours, uh, who has nothing to do, uh, doesn't deal with with uh, or with extractive industries and, and all these difficult things, she stood up and she said, you know what, let me give you the example of how we in the Citizens Initiative have tackled this issue of extractive industries. And we're like, wow, wow, we didn't, didn't know that they were, just the, the fact that somebody stands up and says, we, as in, this is my thing as well. It's not my issue, but I've taken it on and I, I, I take ownership of it. 
and she explained it to, to, to the rest. And we were like, wow, never knew that we could have this impact. So anyhow, that's, that's an, an anecdote. But to come back to uh, how do you build a long last relationship? I think I've given some tips uh, uh, before. It's that share information, share spotlight, coordinate. And I think the most important thing is uh, convene. How do we build long-lasting relationships? You have to convene. Somebody has to convene. Somebody has to pick up the phone. Somebody has to send out uh, a, an app or a mail and say, can we, uh, shall we do this? I think it takes time. Um, and and keep, re keep repeating to the rest, to your partners, that um, they can convene as well. It's don't wait for us, do it yourself. So um, sharing information, sharing spotlight, sharing expertise, bringing people on board, making connections between others and convening. That's, that's absolutely key, convening. That human to human connection is, it's the key to maintain these sort of relationships. So thanks for sharing. We're running a little bit late. So we'll jump to one last question for you, Sharda. In our report that you submitted to the Equality Fund, uh, Projecta mentioned, and I quote, that there is a strong wind for collaboration and women's rights issues, that we are coming together once again in changed relationships, much more ready to acknowledge the richness different approaches bring to the table and to understand that our differences in approach in thematic areas in talents, in type of people we work with, even in our feminist philosophy, are no reason to not collaborate, but rather the best reason to collaborate. And I really love this quote because it really acknowledges that we all thrive in our diversity and that collaboration is a strength. Could you please expand on this quote and what it means to you to build movements where we collaborate irrespective of our age, location, political affiliation, religion, ability, language, race, and gender. And you've already spoken a, a bit about it, but, but could you expand on that quote? Yeah, well, you see, we uh, what you described and what, what I described, but then you, you expanded on that. What you described, uh, Andrea, that's the dream, right? That is absolutely the dream, because the thing that we dream about is a strong civil society. We, we don't just dream of women's organized. We dream of a civil society. The, the dream is a strong civil society. A civil society that is a countervailing power. I love that. The countervailing power to failing and careless governments. A, a, a civil society that is the countervailing power to private sector that is driven by greed. So a civil society that is driven by shared values shared values of human rights and rule of law, inclusiveness. And because they're driven by those values, they can, we can collaborate because of those shared values. We can collaborate and we can uplift each other. That's the dream. 